Test, 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 check, one, two, check, check. Test, one, one, check, one, one. Coming down in three, two, one. This is Station to Station. I'm Joe Pavia. A recent interview with Gloria Steinem where she discusses her latest book, My Life on the Road, reminded me that I had met her years ago in Toronto. In 1992, she was in the city on a tour promoting her book, Revolution from Within, a book of self-esteem. Our encounter was accidental. I was actually on my way to another assignment that got postponed. I then made my way to the downtown hotel where Steinem was speaking to a group of women. I had done no research for this interview. The questions I asked her were straight off the top of my head. Here's what it sounded like. You closed off your speech by uh, talking, uh, asking the, the crowd to make you a promise about uh, an outrageous act. Tell me, uh, where, does that, where does that stem from, our, our uh, thoughts of being too conservative in, our, in a workplace or too conservative generally? Well, it, it, I always feel when I've had, uh, when we've had a good meeting, you know, with, the question is what happens tomorrow, you know, because a movement is only composed of people moving. So I think if we look at it in bite-sized pieces, you know, if we consider what can I do today mm-hmm. in this 24 hours within my own life and my own workplace, you know, to stand up for myself, to stand up for simple justice, to you know, to be inclusive, whatever it is, uh, it 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 helps because it's empowering. We're, we're so accustomed to thinking that change comes from above and from powerful people above us that we miss opportunities to do it in our lives every day. What sort of outrageous acts have you done? Oh. <laughs> a lot of my I've got outrage- an hour. <laughs> a lot of my outrageous acts have to do with. Uh, asking people for outrageous sums of money to, co- to contribute to, <laughs> to to women's organizations, um, and you know, because I'm constantly fundraising, which is the world's second oldest occupation, I think. But at least, at least now we're we're doing it for each other. Um, I was thinking the other day that as another outrageous act, I could write to Judge Thomas and say to him <laughs> that. Uh, whether or not, I mean, I believed Anita Hill, but setting that aside for the moment, that having had the experience of sitting in a room with these 14 white guys, you know, who are men in power looking at his professional life, his private life, speculating on his personal behavior and the most private parts of his anatomy, now he knows what it's like to be a woman in the workforce. You know, to strive for empathy. <laughs> you mentioned in your book, Revolution Within, about teaching people self, uh, self-esteem. Um, maybe, do you think if, if self-esteem was taught right from day one when a child was born, that uh, we would, wouldn't have a problem about not uh, doing outrageous things? Well, I, yes, I, and I think, in fact, it's a little bit the other way around. If We have a birthright of self-esteem. We're born with self-esteem, and if we are uh, treated well and made to feel welcome in the world, it doesn't get taken away from us. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So... Um, if we identify its adversaries and do away with its adversaries, we don't need to teach it. Okay. It's because it, it really is a birthright. I mean, we're very far from that now, but what we're, so what we're doing now is remedial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I get a photo with you by any chance? Sure. And just like that, a request for a photo ended the interview. One of the organizers ended it because she explained they were on a tight schedule and had to proceed to the next scheduled event or workshop. Someone had their photo taken, and I went back to the radio station to write up a story for the afternoon. And that interview you just heard, all two minutes and 46 seconds of it, played on a weekend news magazine show.
Steinem makes a reference to Judge Thomas. That's Judge Clarence Thomas, who the year before had been nominated by U.S. President George Bush to the Supreme Court. The nomination took a turn when Anita Hill, a law professor at the University of Oklahoma, accused Thomas of sexual harassment. The two had worked together at the Equal Employment Opportunities Commission, and Thomas was the head of that commission. Hill accused Thomas of inappropriate talk of sexual acts after she declined a date with him. The media was all over it. The Senate Judiciary Committee hearings were aired live on CNN months later in 92, around the time that Gloria Steinem was in Toronto, live on CNN, and everyone had heard the details of what Thomas allegedly said to Hill. That's what prompted this comment from Steinem. I was thinking the other day that as another outrageous act, I could write to Judge Thomas and say to him (laughs) that uh, whether or not, I mean, I believed Anita Hill, but setting that aside for the moment, that having had the experience of sitting in a room with these 14 white guys, you know, who are men in power looking at his professional life, his private life, speculating on his personal behavior and the most private parts of his anatomy. Now he knows what it's like to be a woman in the workforce. Mm -hmm. It was during that televised hearing, during Thomas's testimony, that he referred to the proceedings as, quote, a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks, end quote. In the end, Thomas was appointed an associate justice of the Supreme Court by a very slim margin. What the case also did was put sexual harassment at the forefront. One stat I read actually said that sexual harassment complaints doubled in the U.S. from 1991 to 1996. Well, that's it. That was my brief Gloria Steinem interview from 1992. I did email a request for an interview to discuss her latest book, My Life on the Road, and also discuss that interview that we had, but I was declined. So for an updated version where she discusses her book, My Life on the Road, check out the podcast WTF with Mark Marin or Fresh Air with NPR's Terry Gross. You've been listening to Station to Station. I'm Joe Pavia.